0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to this episode of What's the Obsession With? The show where we take a closer look at cultural obsessions from a historical and social and psychological standpoint to try and figure out why are people so into that? So, Adri, what are we looking at today?
1: Well, today we're going to talk about what's the obsession with ghosts. Okay, so, do you believe in ghosts?
0: So, I sort of believe in ghosts. I believe that there can be some residuals left behind when, you know, someone has lived on this earth and had something dramatic happen to them. I definitely think that it makes sense somehow for them to imprint on an environment. I, I you know, I, I think it's, it's a different kind of ghost. I don't necessarily believe that, like, you know, Abe Lincoln himself, his sentient self would come out and be and come talk to somebody and be like hi i'm abe lincoln i don't think that's how he would talk actually but i'm not gonna try that i don't think he would just come out talking to people but i do believe that that someone could see an apparition of abe lincoln that sort of caught in sort of a loop uh and so i think that those kind of things can happen and i think my hope is that there's probably some sort of scientific explanation for that, uh, and that's kind of where I stand. Sam um, with ghosts, I just I find it really it, the the idea of sentient ghosts are really horrifying to me. So I just really hope it's not a thing. So yeah, I think I, I believe in the, the kind of um I don't know re- recording ghosts if that's a if that's a thing. What about you? Um,
1: I yes to that. So definitely to. There being energy left behind when there's something traumatic or intense that happens, but i I guess I believe in ghosts also of people that aren't necessarily dead because in that sense, I think if something really intense happened in a house, the people involved don't have to be dead for there to be like residual energy and on that vein, residual hauntings are actually one of the like quote unquote official types of ghosts that exist or of hauntings. So there's residual hauntings, which is what we've been talking about, um, where there's just kind of like the imprint of something that happened or someone who lived there. And then there's like intelligent or interactive ghosts um, that is the ones that you're apparently horrified yeah. by their by the mere concept of their existence. Uh, that it's just like, yeah, you could just basically chat with your ancestors or Abe Lincoln or what have you um and then the last one is poltergeist which is a german word i used to know what that i think it's like noisy ghost what it means i should really look that up um poltergeist which is just when their ghosts or the haunting is just really disruptive like they move things around and make noises and all sorts um so those are like the three main ones so we researched a little bit about it um,
0: because we do. What do do? Actually, yes, research
1: it, for this. Believe it
0: or not. And um, it was kind of interesting. Where it was, it was hard to to do the research because one thing I found as I was digging was that the belief in ghosts is an integral part of human civilization. From we literally, I can't find a beginning to it because it seems like it's more common than the belief in heaven or hell or afterlife. Uh, it seems just literally everywhere that there are people we were worried about the dead not staying dead just pretty consistently uh, everywhere and it just seems to be a thing that we're all worried about it's just a major concern for everybody it's a problem it's a problem (laughs) that we are worried about and we are worried enough about it that uh you know a lot of funeral rites as we see them are structured that they are both honoring the dead but then also making sure that they stay that way. So whether it's like binding or breaking the feet, because you know the, the Vikings believe that the dead came back as zombies, not just as ghosts. Like they physically came back and started eating things, which is uh, horrifying. And, but you know, or covering heads, <laughs> or putting a coin in their mouth, or even burying them in the ground, or dressing them up, or burying people with their their belongings. Everything seemed like it's designed around these complex rituals of like. Honoring them. I'm sad you died, grandma, but I also really want you to stay dead. <laughs> like please, <laughs> please stay that way. That's it's just from the dawn of time and and are like a lot of the earliest records we have of humanity when we start seeing cultures develop are funeral rites. So that's kind of an indicator of like the development of civilization. So I think it's like as soon as we start getting spooked out, that's that's when like civilization just like as soon as we start going.
1: Just like I'm not sure where you're supposed to go after we d- we die, but you you better go
0: there Got now.
1: <laughs> Please what don't thinking- stay here. Oh, it's like that song "Closing Time." It's like, <laughs> uh, what's what's the line?
0: Um <laughs> You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not like an ancient civilization thing, though. We still. We still do that. Like, we still bury people and do weird things. We do when weird they things die. when they
0: die. I was thinking, when I was looking at funeral rites, I was like researching, like, oh, what do people do? And I was like, isn't that silly what they used to do? They used to like put a weight on their chest and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. What I'm talking like that. But I just, I was kind of looking at it. And then when I started taking a closer look, the website I was on also listed modern Western funeral rites on there. And I was like, oh, these are weird. We put people in a box in their Sunday best and then stand around and cry at them and then <laughs> bury them in the ground. Like there i was like we do still do funeral rites that are sort of i don't know. So it
1: Yeah, and i mean and depending on your culture um sometimes you just sit there with the body overnight and just kind of stare at it and then you put it in a fire. Um yes. And i know like a lot of that is linked to like preventing disease. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that is just please don't come back to wherever you're going.
0: What's interesting for a lot of cultures, they have reason why they buried. So burning apparently, like wood is is kind of a precious commodity, um, and so you know it seems to make sense to us to be like, oh yeah, disposing of the body by burning it makes a lot of sense. But if you live somewhere where there's not a lot of wood, that's kind of a big deal. Put mm-hmm. something on fire, and so that's why a lot of people bury things, but also because they felt that burying it put it closer to the underworld, so they they have less space to go. The thing is, is is people today believe in ghosts a lot, and I actually. It's it's comparable to like, like religion, like people, so 42% of Americans say they believe in ghosts, and 52% of people in the UK say that they believe, uh, that, that they also believe in ghosts. And then in a study published in 2011, 28.5% of undergraduate students surveyed at a Southern university reported having had paranormal experiences, and explain this I actually had a number oh yes and then in 2009 a study by the Pew Research Center 18% of Americans 18% that's a, a statistically pretty impressive number say that they have personally seen a ghost it's it's a stickly
1: significant
0: yes stickly significant. <laughs> Sorry, I say that,
1: that, that term is no that no that I'm just saying that term is just imprinted in my mind um yeah it's, no, no. it's a statistically significant amount of people believe
0: in ghosts percent um, so out of every 10 people you meet two of them have super seen a ghost.
1: Yes. I've absolutely seen one. Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's, of course, explanations for why that is. A couple are, psychologically speaking, the uh, theory of mind is something that is a very like basic psych 101. But it's the idea that we know other people have thoughts. And it's something we actually develop. Like little baby children don't realize that other people have thoughts in their mind. They think that they're the only sentient beings. Um, Obviously, they're not over there like in their little suit jackets thinking I'm the only intelligent being on earth. Like they can't comprehend. But the idea of theory of mind being tied to ghosts is that because we understand that other people have thoughts, the idea that those thoughts cease to exist completely is too terrifying. And so ghosts... Are the solution is that well your mind or your spirit or your thoughts or whatever is internal about us will continue to exist even after your body doesn't so it's kind of comforting in a way so that's one psychological theory as to why we've we've come to this conclusion
0: the idea too is that i think we're maybe not going to go too much into this but there's um there's quite a lot sorry that was scully just moved um there's quite a lot of of um Not a lot of older civilizations believed in hell as we think of it. And most of the time what we think of as hell was just ceasing to exist, which I think totally ties into what you just said, that it's a a lot of the times it was like, it wasn't that you went and got tortured by a guy with a pitchfork for a long time. It was that you stopped existing. And then that was seen as like the scariest thing that could happen. And I just think it's, it's, you see it pop up in, in pretty much anything but Christianity, honestly, that is, is you know, the non-existence is the scariest thing um, mm-hmm. versus, you know, continued existence. So that's kind of an interesting, I guess, tie into the, the theory of the mind.
1: Yeah, basic ones behind ghosts. There are other explanations that have been given, some of these by actual people that study paranormal activity, movie title, uh, Paranormal City as a real science. There's discussion about whether that's a thing or not. But some of these people say that ghosts are projections of traumas, basically, or like they're attracted to projections of trauma. Um, And that's why they come around a lot of children and teenagers because they can't sometimes properly express their trauma. And so like poltergeist and like movement in the house, it's not so much dead people as just like all this intense energy.
0: Oh my God. Just acting up. I just had a very weird memory from being a teenager. Actually, that you mentioned that because I remember being a teenager and I got really into meditating when I was a teenager. And I remember I was sitting in my room and I was like meditating and, and whatever. And I swear I brought something or something showed up. This is maybe it was a demon. I don't know. And I'm not, I'm not a, if anyone knows me, I am not like a, very, uh, I don't normally believe in this kind of stuff, but something came in the room with me. Something was there. It felt so. I got super scared, and I ran out of my room and I went to my stepmom. And I said, and I had to been like 16 or something. And I went to my stepmom and I said, "Oh, oh my gosh, you know, uh, something's in my room. Can you help me? There's something in my room." And I didn't tell her what it was. I just said something, and so she probably thought she was gonna have to come slay a spider or something. And she came in, and as soon as she came in, she was like, were you meditating in here?" And I was like, why? And she's like, because there's like a thing, there's a spirit in here. And she thought <laughs> that and I hadn't even said anything. And I was like, yes, there's something spooky in here. And she had to, you know, she did stuff um, and to help with it. But it was just sort of funny that I was just like, I didn't even tell her. She totally, she came in with her shoes. She came in expecting that. But I was just like, I need to get... My stepmom.
1: She's your post stepmom comes in like trying to kill a cockroach, and you like summoned a demon I into know, the house. The
0: and she's like, I have but to was this. it
1: was it a good was it a good witch or a bad witch? Was it a, <laughs> did it feel negative or were you just scared because there was something I don't know. in? <laughs> it
0: felt scary. She dealt with it. I went into the next room and I had her handle it because she was like you know much more. uh She's very spiritual person. She's very so Catholic. So um which I guess apparently yeah she had a, she sort of a mixed hybrid Catholic. And, which I guess is actually pretty common
1: so. yes it is that's that's how we live our life down here in the Caribbean and other yeah you told places. me <laughs> that's that the Catholic- wherever the Catholics showed up we kind of like we did our own thing
0: <laughs> like incorporating um, Catholicism into like <laughs> traditional <laughs> beliefs Just like yeah swooping them basically. in
1: there just swoop them in there and so the last thing I have in my notes is kind of related to what we were first talking about is that that residual energy and just like things that happen in the house another theory is like kind of quantum scientific that it's it's different universes clashing or realities clashing that like it's a completely alive person just in another reality and it seems to you to be a ghost because they're not entirely corporeally there or um timey-wimey stuff just that like Residual energy or memories of things that haven't even happened yet, or that happened in the past. So there's like all sorts of semi—I'm not going to say pseudo, but semi-scientific things um, that might explain ghosts
0: and believe in ghosts in, in general. I'm sufficiently spooked out. I think we should talk about we <laughs> talk about like t- okay. So here's the thing: ghosts are a thing. Ghosts are a thing that we are scared of, but ghosts are also a thing that we seem to make a lot of tv shows and movies about um whether or not we're actually investigating them from like a ghost investigation perspective <laughs> i don't know how to say that like you know we're actually pa- paranormal paranormal investigating them uh or <clears throat> you know making things like um i'm trying to think about the last ghost movie i saw
1: ghost ghost is a ghost ghost is a ghost movie it's less spooky than what we usually think about
0: mm-hmm it, ghost is a ghost story, and it's also the one that I find the most horrifying. The idea of, like, that I could have an ex that's, like, watching me do stuff is so scary. I don't want that. That's why, too, when they're like, oh, like, your family, that's why it's like, I really hope that's not true. Like, I don't want, like, I hope that my ancestors are, like, off floating in a pool somewhere and, like, sipping my ties in heaven or something. I don't, or you know, doing something other than watching me fail at life every day. Like, I don't want them seeing me, like, sitting on my couch marathoning The Witcher. Like, that's, that's the thing, that's my fear, is I don't, I love my grandma, and I know my grandma would want the best for me, and I actually, I don't have any living grandmas right now, but I know she'd want the best for me, and uh, I don't think that sitting on the couch in my underwear watching TV shows is it, and I don't want her, like, sitting there. I guess, that so it's like, ghost is a really, it's horrifying ghost story to me.
1: I'm sure your grandma is very proud of you spending quarantine inside where you should be. However, I also hope your grandma is not forced to watch whatever you're currently binging because I know how many times you watched the Umbrella Academy. And that's too many
0: times. Yes, it is. It's become my comfort show. Well, you know what? That, it's because it's really fun to put on while I work and uh, it's super enjoyable. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's a really great show. Um, but so is Netflix is killing it. I was really in my last three kind of obsessions because The Witcher also... Is like, I'll put that on. And I've, I've seen The Witcher many times. Uh, and then also, The Old Guard is also Netflix.
1: Yes, watch The Old Guard.
0: Yes, watch The Old guard. We're not
1: sponsored by Netflix. Um,
0: no, we're not sponsored by Netflix, but I just I think it's kind of funny that my last three things that I'm just very into are all Netflix properties. So, um, anyways, Netflix has to do with ghosts because
1: <laughs> they have a show called Haunted, which is, uh, do you like your segue? They have a, a show called Haunted, which is supposed to be based on real hauntings that happen to people. And so the people will kind of be interviewed and recount their story. And there will be reenactments, which is close to close to, but not quite the format of the original ghost hunting show as we know it now. Which is, I'm going to check my notes because I don't, it's not a show I'm was familiar with before, because I grew up in the u.s it's called most haunted and it's a british show um Mm -hmm. and it's the one that actually started the whole thing of like there are ghosts in this location so we're gonna go with our infrared you know like that blue filter light (laughs) in the middle of the night and just like do a seance and see if they come out and talk to us and stuff and i believe the format is that they talk to people who have experienced something in that location And then they go and spend the night or some of the night with a medium and some hosts and see if they can find any proof. So that was the OG. But the one that kind of really made everything explode was Ghost Hunters um, in 2004. Before that, there really wasn't anything of the I, I guess it's because of the technology we had available, but there wasn't really let's go and record in this haunted house before those shows that's around the early 2000s those
0: shows? so you I think you watch haunting shows don't you
1: occasionally yes
0: I mostly is anything podcasts, happen in them yeah. I feel like it's like I feel like it's a bunch of people standing around looking at like nothing happening and then trying to make it sound like something happens like like yes for the like, most I, part I would love if on one of those shows just a full-on like just a ghost with like a storage showed up and like killed someone. Like I don't want someone to die, but can you imagine if it was like on one of these shows where they were just like they were like, you know, it was supposed to be kind of like a cheesy little like we heard a blink and a knock. And they're like, you know, being very uh-huh. like nothing's happening and you're just yeah. watching it because you love it and then all of a sudden it's like horror movie like for a second people would lose their mind That'd
1: be amazing. I think that is actually the plot of a couple of recent indie horror I, movies. I,
0: I I think if it's not a plot for a ghost story, it should be the plot of a ghost movie where it's just everybody's used to nothing happening when they
1: there go is into that, I believe I think it's a Korean movie that has exactly actually that plot line I will look it up for you um okay, but the, my, my favorite of the ghost hunting shows is BuzzFeed Unsolved that started I mean it's still on YouTube but it also has passed on to other platforms passed on it hasn't died um it's moved on to other platforms like Hulu I think so it's like a legit show now and the concept is that there's you know, two pals going loves hunting, but one is a skeptic and one is not. And the scariest episode that I had seen is one where that is, there was a lot of noise going on. Noise is the scariest thing that will happen in those shows. You'll never see anything because yeah. obviously, um, but they'll do a lot of like, recording audio and things like that. Whenever the skeptic seems scared is whenever I get a little bit scared and that's only happened twice. One of them, he was saying he was being respectful because there were... There was another person there other than his co-host and he didn't want to like seem disrespectful to their beliefs. And the other one turns out he had like really bad indigestion. So the faces he was making of horror were just like he really had to
0: go to the bathroom. You you have on your notes here about um for some reason this is really funny to me. You're like personal ghosts, just some peeps who <laughs> lived in your house. <laughs> <laughs> just some people that live there and, you know, they die. Yeah, so,
1: okay, um, I don't know where I read this. So if anybody knows where I read this, call me out. I did not come up with this. Okay. But um, <laughs> I think it's Neil Gaiman, but I might be wrong. The idea that we have graveyards in separate parts of the city um, and don't think about how that's not where people die. Like, we think that graveyards are haunted places, but that's not where people die. People died absolutely everywhere all the time. Um, so wherever you mm-hmm. live, unless you live in a like recently built place, someone probably died there. So I don't think that it's beyond the scope of possibility that some peeps died in your house, <laughs> and they might just be hanging out in your kitchen making noises. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Watching you, watching you rewatch the winter. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> silently judging you for how many times you were binge watching that that movie or, or binge watching that tv <laughs> show um just like sorry guys like <laughs> i too find this disturbing <laughs> you know if you start like hearing a lot um, of disturbances
1: in your home after you start like if you watch a specific show and there's a lot of disturbances around your house maybe the ghosts in your house just don't like what you're watching they want you to change the channel
0: Love that. Oh. And <laughs> um, I think one thing that's kind of interesting, so um, the uh, I kind of want to bring up that the fact that we believe in ghosts is kind of, a, a lot of people think it's because it's been so beneficial to us to see patterns and make connections where they're not there. So there's a usefulness to us, like, thinking that we see, like, thinking that that bump in the night means something because it's like, it. if you were prone to, like, 50,000 years ago, to hear a noise and just think that it was nothing, it was just like a, a, a nut falling from a tree, you might be more likely to get eaten. You you It made sense for us to kind of immediately jump to the conclusion that it was like something sentient was out there, because it could either be an animal or, um, you know, or another person, um, or honestly, frankly, maybe a ghost, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, don't that. discount um, the fact that you could totally get murdered. Um, it's but it's evolutionarily advantageous for us to see patterns and see them as deliberate and that they um in a study conducted uh by the university of british columbia they found that participants with a higher tendency to anthropomorphize um so assigning human qualities to non-human things were more likely to have paranormal beliefs so if you have more of that in your brain that you are more like you know so if you name your roomba Mm -hmm you know, or assign a personality to it, you may be more likely to Even think that a ghost is in your So house. it's
1: kind of related to the whole fight flight response of like if you hear something to to see it as a threat or something that could possibly harm you
0: maybe it's but it also seems like it's almost like if you hear something it might be a friend. Like it's sort of the, <laughs> like, like the fight fight flight. Or befriend. Maybe that's really the, the three <laughs> responses are <or> humans: <feelings. laughs> F- fight, 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 or befriend it. You know, like like we did with wolves. Yeah, we were like, okay, we're we gonna get afraid of it. Are we gonna fight it, or is we it made friend? it a friend? And also, too, like, not all cultures afraid of ghosts. Some cultures think of them as, um, you know, some some societies see ghosts as as buddies. You know, yeah. that are or or both. A lot of different cultures have decided that fall is spooky time, and you know, it's, it's, it's Halloween and, in you know, kind of the more Western parts of the world. And, um, in, in many countries throughout Asia, they have something called ghost month and also ghost festival. So it's celebrated in, um, I know it's celebrated in like in Taiwan and also in China. Um, it's celebrated th- throughout, but there's variations. It's obviously like local kind of variations, but it's generally between July 21st and August 1st. Um, like kind of late summer essentially but that time period can kind of be adjusted as well um but then also looking at like halloween sort of fall spooky time um in like you know america and, and a lot of western countries and then Adrian, you can probably talk about you know um w- what they celebrate in mexico but i was just sort of i think it was really interesting that that we we have many different ways of celebrating that mm-hmm. ghosts are around us and sometimes they are scary and sometimes it's fun yeah and it seems like some you know some sometimes when we say oh ghosts are here it's it's a happy thing and then sometimes we're saying they're scary yeah
1: it's it's fun because in that in the same culture that came up with this horrifying story about ghosts trying to you know seduce you and kill you we also have the whole day of the dead situation where it's definitely celebratory we having food or having drinks we're just having parties at this okay it's not parties but you have like a kind of like meal to commemorate the people that have passed away you make this like really pretty altar it's a good time and the ghosts are just there to commune with their family and then they'll go away there's actually two separate days which um most people don't know there's like the november 1st is the day of the innocence so that's the day of children who have died and you first give an offering to them after a year has passed since their death the first year you don't the second year you do um, and then the second day is for all souls so all people who have died so it's a kind of two-day celebration it's not meant to be sad it's meant to be like yeah let's celebrate the fact that they were alive at some point and now they kind of just come hang out this one spooky time of the year
0: when uh, where everybody has agreed that the like the veil between the other side yeah. is thinner apparently during during fall which everyone seems to agree on which is
1: which is now exactly we've decided um i've decided i don't know about you to have two months of halloween because i'm stuck in my house and i can do what i want
0: (laughs) well if we look at if we look at like if we really want to be super if we want to look at a lot more i think we can extend spooky time to august is what i'm trying to say it sounds like it could be the end of july up all the way through i'm all for it way up through november
1: i wonder yeah well i don't know enough about agriculture which is to say i know nothing about agriculture but like we don't have fall in the area of mexico i'm from but we still do this we don't have like a fall season there's no like fall leaves is it harvest anyway Mm -hmm. i don't know why i think you know about agriculture
0: interesting that you point that out because my my natural inclination when i saw when i started reading about ghost month and the hungry ghost festival and looking at it kind of uh ha- halloween and um and sort of you know uh different different festivals surrounding that f- for me i assumed that it was just like oh it makes sense because it's the dying of things in summer and harvesting and and you're leading into the long cold and that kind of represents sort of the veil but y- you brought up a good point that that you don't have that um, you don't have that in Mexico. Not in that area. Least, like At least not where, where you're from. I mean, are, is there anywhere? Yeah, yeah a there, are, there, because anywhere there are Mexico? places
1: yeah. in Mexico with like higher elevation and they have snow and everything. So they're more likely to have seasons. But not in the Yucatan. We don't have that. I just realized that I knew this. It's in, I mean, Day of the Dead is on November 1st and 2nd because of the Catholic dates. So I actually don't know when the um, indigenous people of the area actually originally celebrated it or if they just kind of happened to coincide regardless um but yeah they've kind of amalgamated it with all saints day which is a catholic thing it's hard in latin america and other catholic invaded countries to know what came first (laughs)
0: Yeah, I was trying to, I'm just trying to search up on here because I, I can't believe I didn't have the, um, oh yeah, the Celtic Fectal Some Samhain. I was just tr- trying to think about um, the, it's several different festivals have gotten shifted because of Catholic or Christian influences yeah. essentially. But it, I think it was still around the general time period um, and that's why it got absorbed into it. So it was like, um yeah,
1: I actually, I'm inclined to believe, without enough research, that All Saints Day got put on that day to match other cultures' festivals of the dead. That makes more sense than the other mm-hmm. way around.
0: Yeah, I guess it's just, but it's wondering, again, like you were saying, though, like, why? Yes,
1: but why, the,
0: why this time? Why is this time designated as spooky time? <laughs> Um, it would be interesting, and I may, maybe we will do some research, more research after this, because I didn't specifically look into Halloween traditions we'll or there. sort of variants. Um, but I would love to see if there's someone that has their sort of scary, their scary time designated as like spring, you know, or or summer or something like that. Is there anyone that kind of celebrates that as their scary time? I, I not that I know of, but again, I'm not the expert, I'm not the expert in anything but i'm
1: not the expert in that specifically either i don't know i i can't think of any but that just might be our westernized brains
0: oh gosh actually no i'm so sorry i have in my notes here that the white house is haunted i'm just gonna leave that nugget for you guys to think about and give you a (laughs) link and just i'm
1: just gonna drop that bombshell the white house House is haunted
0: i'm just gonna drop the bomb that the white house is haunted discuss amongst yourselves (laughs) uh (laughs) um do we have a comment yeah, section uh, so sorry just side like,
1: note do we have a comment section where people can discuss just come talk to us on twitter i just mean start.
0: on our page talk to us on twitter at the obsession pod uh but you can also talk to us on our patreon page uh because we things aren't behind a paywall there we just have it up there but it means you can comment on our stuff so um anyways yeah so the white house is haunted but i was gonna say you know we, we try and have some sort of conclusion here about like why people are so into a thing um, and I think we have talked about it We're but I think just kind of reiterating about how I think it's pretty universal that we, we're afraid that we're dying. We like to think that that's not the end. And then the logical question of, okay, well then what happens to, to, to the, the person? And I think you know? that,
1: yeah, like what happens, like what happens to their mind or to their thoughts, right? That's scarier. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then how do you make sure grandma <laughs> stays dead? Um... <laughs> how do you make sure was just thinking about it um you know it's funny we talk about we had in our very first episode where we 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 joked about making it a thing where we were like what industry are the millennials killing because we're, we're millennials here so i wanted to think about are the are millennials killing the ghost industry or are we, no. we actually adding we're not We've killing the ghost spooky industry spooky
1: season to like three whole months and i think we're in crouching in november I don't think we're killing ghosts as an industry in fact i mean i myself have traveled places purely for the ghosts i don't know about you you've done yes i was like okay so um i'm not
0: why did i say that like that was a thing is that a real thing ghost tour
1: absolutely it's a thing
0: (laughs) i know but i said it like it was a phrase like you have (laughs) done ghost tourism
1: how how scandalous um i'm not in graduate school anymore so i can say this i like did a whole research project not like a project but like I did a whole presentation to go to a conference to go ghost hunting
0: I'll explain I did not know this about you should have started this episode but talking about this what are you what are we doing here we're gonna need it I'm sorry listeners we're gonna edit this down and we're gonna move this we're probably not but you need to talk about this Stay like more, say more right, right now so
1: I was already doing like researchy stuff you know how I did and uh, and I learned that there was a whole psychology conference in New Orleans and I'm like I want to go to New Orleans that's full of ghosts so so I like smashed together this project very quickly applied I got a like a little grant and everything it was great and then I got to go um did a really quick presentation on that and then was finished with my academic duties and went full-on ghost crazy I took a I took a vampire tour, and I took a ghost tour, and basically everything in the French Quarter is haunted, according to whoever was selling me these tours, Um, so it was really interesting. I mean, they take you not just to places that they say, um, like, actual things happened, but just places, like, we don't know what happened here, but it's definitely haunted, according to, like, X number of people who have lived here, so... Yeah, I've done ghost, I've done the t- ghost tourism and it's like a really big industry over there. If you walk around the French Quarter in New Orleans, um, you'll see like big posters for like ghost tour from X company and there's like several companies in town doing just that. It's a thing. Uh, it's also a thing in St. Augustine here in Florida. Like just old places. Oh yeah, in St. Augustine, because it's the oldest, like, city, or the oldest town, or settlement, or the oldest something in the continental U.S., (laughs) um, so,
0: you know, we we do 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 such great
1: research, (laughs) um, uh, but yeah, it's old, basically, and so it's haunted, because I think that's also a thing, right, like, if a place is old, it's just assumed haunted?
0: Yeah, I thought about that, maybe that's why more European, like, or, I don't want to say Europeans in general, but the, the study showed people from the UK, like 52%, I think we had, it believed in ghosts, whereas like compared to like 48, the so more people in the UK believe in ghosts than than the US, but like that's still a big number. Um, but I wonder if it's just because there's a lot more older places. But then actually, as I said that, there's plenty of older places here. You know, we uh, there was whole civilizations here <laughs> before we got here. So uh, that's a lot to unpack anyways, oh, too. Oh, well, but, now
1: that you mentioned that, uh, um, about just like places just being old and therefore you know it's more likely um Mm -hmm. in new orleans i did notice that some places that were like for sale or for rent would either say haunted or not haunted legitimately like it would be part of their for sale (laughs) sign you can look this up this is an actual thing it's like balcony two three haunted or (laughs) apartment for rent not haunted like it's like a thing
0: can i just say that i actually would love for that to become more commonplace to just list that on plate you know how like um okay this is totally off subject but you know how sometimes things that obviously don't have gluten will list gluten-free and then it became like a thing to like put that on stuff like they'll say like they'll have like almonds and they'll be like gluten-free and it makes you go, okay, well, if it doesn't say gluten-free, does that mean that it has gluten? Like, okay, I got this this thing of, you know, I got this bag of of whatever. Like, does this have gluten? It doesn't say it, right? So it kind of makes doubt when other people don't put it, even yeah. if it's something obvious. That it's like, okay, there's not gluten in this bag of dried fruit, right? But now I'm thinking about what if they start doing things <laughs> like that with apartments where every apartment, like if I ran a, a, a rental agency or something, I would just put randomly on some of my apartments not haunted just to make doubt. <laughs> Just to cast some doubt on the other one, that, like, if I didn't say it, it's like, look, I'm not saying it's haunted. I'm just saying this one is. Yeah, just
1: cast doubt so, on others.
0: Yeah, cast doubt on like everyone else, and then just make it, make it just like a common thing. So, wait, where
1: you grew up, is it like a haunted area or not?
0: No, I mean, I'm from That's the Bay Area, so. Modern. Um, San Francisco, San Francisco has some haunting. You know, there's the there's a lot of um. I I think, um, but I definitely also, I used to go places with my dad. So like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of California ghost towns that aren't, so funny thing, ghost towns aren't actually towns for ghosts, which is so disappointing (laughs) to find out about as a child, which is so sad. When you think about a ghost town, I was like, yes, I'm going to go to a ghost town. This is so exciting, dad. And I'm like, pumped. but it's really just an abandoned town, like an abandoned mining town. But sometimes ghost, sometimes ghost towns are also towns with ghosts so That's a uh, you know depending we would sometimes travel around and, and check some of those out but but it's not
1: a generally um, haunty place in terms of well the thing is I grew up in Miami which is a it's it's not that old like this used to be a swamp not that long ago so it's just not that haunted the rest of Florida is much more haunted but then I went up north you know in Massachusetts for graduate school and I realized like assuming a place was haunted up there is much easier than not because apartments are just old houses for the most part and if something's been there for upwards of 100 years some peeps died in your house so (laughs) it's just much easier to assume than not that your house is haunted my university was haunted also it's just if it's old enough right is that the conclusion
0: yeah but i mean but i think that's you know i touched on that earlier like i'm i don't necessarily want to get too much into that but like is old counting as like when we had buildings there because there were people here before we had structures and there were people living and dying and, you know, like living their lives for thousands of years here all throughout the U.S. before people ever came here and started building buildings. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Like San Francisco, I don't know if it's necessarily haunted, but I wouldn't count. That kind of makes sense. Like I'm trying to think about like the history of San Francisco, the Bay Area with like the Ohlone. Ohlone had been there for Six thousand years or something like that. 6, I
1: think the way years, that so. I have rationalized it, and it could be absolute yes, is that a building, like a physical place, kind of traps energy. And so I'm talking about buildings that were there when they died and are still here now, as opposed to just the oh, land. interesting. I don't think Earth or something natural would hold energy the way that something unnatural, like a building,
0: does. I like that. That makes me feel a lot better yes. about it because I, I was I was trying to think about. I was like, yeah, like when you're talking about like how old a city is it's like okay well h- how back are we going on there but i think that's true like it could be the physical structures or the energy and that would explain maybe i would be curious you know we didn't do research on this because i just didn't even think about it but i was actually trying to think about if does rome does rome consider itself haunted are people generally haunted there know, because their stuff is old. i almost want you to google Google it. Cause I want to know if this Rome, cause you know, you have a lot of structures that have been there for a really long time. And so I wonder if it's the energy has gotten trapped in there, which ties back into my whole idea about it being a scientific thing about it being like more about, we can't see what's getting trapped there, but it is more about like residual life energy being sort of stuck on a loop and kind of recorded. And I, you know, rather than it just being sort of like a woo woo
1: I'm doing like a really quick, I, so what I'm seeing from a very bad Google search is that the places that seem to be haunted in Rome are Christian places,
0: not ancient sites. So here's, here's actually what I'm thinking about. I'm wondering if people used to be better at putting us to rest. That sounds right so what you, so so i touched on and and i have a list and this is going to be in our notes but i just didn't quite want to get too much into it but there's a lot of very specific intricate funeral rites that just it's it's literally every single culture has them and they're all so varied many of those little details involve putting them to rest and putting them down and making sure they stay dead and and it's interesting that now i'm thinking about maybe people maybe there was something to be said for putting a coin under your tongue, right? Like maybe maybe we don't do that now and that's why there's more ghosts, right? Or maybe because we don't, you know, we don't bind the feet anymore because, you know, maybe we don't do any of the, we don't do the right ritual anymore. We had it, we had it right on and then we stopped worrying about it and just sort of...
1: Yeah, maybe like, maybe there wasn't a specific right one, but I think the fact that we were taking very careful steps to make sure that grandma didn't come back, uh... And we kind of stopped doing that. I think that in expediting the whole situation and trying to, after the fact, like, okay, you've had your last rites, your soul is going to heaven. We're going to put you in a box and put you in the ground. Maybe that's not enough. And now we're full of ghosts.
0: They, we aren't giving them a toll. We aren't giving them anything yeah. to help them. We're not giving them food or offerings or anything to help them on the other side. We're just assuming that when they die, they will either go to heaven or hell. And I think maybe that's the thing is that the assumption that it's like, that's a given. Whereas it seems like in other cultures, they it was never a given that you would make it to the other side. I think that's the thing. It was never, it, it's it's very consistent that it's like, you might not get there. Like, like yeah. some, some places didn't have any sort of judgment and some did, but even the ones that did have judgment, you may not even, you have to still work to get to the other side to have somebody... Judge you, like, or I think it was. Yeah, I think it was uh, an
1: acknowledgement of the journey, which we still have. Insofar as there's still, a, I mean, still have, we still have a wake, right? We still have a moment where I think we're acknowledging that the soul might still be around, so we're saying goodbye and all these things. Mm-hmm. But I think we've neglected the journey from your body to wherever you're going, right? So that might be why we're full of ghosts is that we're like oh yeah we're here we're gonna sit with you while you go wherever you're going meanwhile the deceased is like you didn't pack me a lunch like it's gonna be a struggle to get where i'm going i don't i hope it's not that way but what if it is
0: though yeah like we don't have so like i think the thing is like in greek mythology there's this river the, the river Styx. i'm sure people heard about the river sticks kind of come in there just a journey you have to journey you take a river and sometimes it's not always as obvious um as it's not always it's not always like a river but sometimes it's like a bridge although we still even use it in common when we talk about crossing the bridge to the other side i think yeah. that's the only thing i can think of that where we even acknowledge the journey right there's a
1: staircase to heaven
0: okay so staircase to heaven the um you know staircase to heaven crossing the bridge but we don't give we don't really talk about like do you just block up the steps or yeah you know you have you have pro you have a procedure for get for for getting on the river steaks, but you don't i don't know if there's a procedure that anyone knows about about the stairway to heaven or the bridge to heaven or
1: well now i want to look okay well we're getting into the depths of this but now i want to look into like are there a lot of catholic ghosts because there must be because Catholicism was like it for Christianity for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But we do have last rites. And I don't know that other I don't know, you know about other Christians. Yeah, I mean the I other, was raised Christ Christianity have, last, have rites? last rites.
0: I mean, I think if you wanted a person to talk to before you died, maybe, but I don't know, at least at least in this the sect that I was sort of raised in. Um that's not the right word but the nomination this is where
1: the catholics are a little bit witchy thing comes in helpful then because so last rites are one of the like main sacraments like you get baptized you get your communion you get your confirmation you get married and then you die and you get your last rites you can swap um uh, you can swap marriage for um becoming a priest that's that's an option <laughs> mm. um or a nun but those are like we have like the index cards to how a life goes. And I think that ritualistic part of it might help.
0: Yeah. You know what it is, though? I think I wonder, here's the distinction, and I think this is something to end with. Who makes the most unintentional ghosts? Because I think there are cultures where ghosts are considered part of the kind of common thing, like we talked about ghost, uh, ghost month, where it's not... It's it's considered it's it's not considered a weird or unexpected thing for the veil to be thinner here, and it's like part of the okay. Sometimes during the year, like you, it's you know more likely to have crossover between the living and the dead, and that's just like considered a normal part of life. I think when I think Christians make ghosts, I'm thinking unintentional, like oopsies, like an oopsie, like a (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) on that note, uh, (laughs) we went on a very weird existential journey, which is uh, probably typical for us. Um, If you would like to, I guess yell at us about our weird ghost theories, or uh, educate us about, um, you know, different uh, ghost ghost things, you can hit us up on Twitter at the Obsession Pod, uh, and you can also find us at uh, Basic Stuff Mag. Also on Twitter. We have a Patreon. uh,
1: We have a Patreon. (laughs)
0: we do have a patreon and um we're
1: looking up our patreon because we have not memorized it but if you want to support us there
0: it's patreon.com slash what the obsession and we have a lot of fun goodies for different levels uh but we also just have if you do not want to pay at all and you just want to bookmark that page it's a great place where we sort of deposit all of our things like our notes and things like that so um there's plenty to enjoy whatever your interest level is here if you want to just dig around and see our, our sort of scattered notes and i promise you our, our ghost notes are gonna be really fun uh gonna be all over the place and uh hopefully a a, a playlist for this a ghostly playlist which and, featuring uh,
1: closing time by whoever plays that
0: song yes. <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> all right um, okay all right thank, thank you everybody you.